0: All right, my friends, welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and we have a very special guest with us in the house today. Welcoming to the show, Miss Carrie Blair. Carrie is a personal stylist and image consultant with a one-of-a-kind approach, and she prides herself on making a profound difference in people's lives, in their work. Carrie and her team are known as a secret weapon and are trusted advisors to their extensive clientele across the country. All right, can you be a secret weapon on my team? Because <laughs> what you're all about is exact. It's like, it's, I, I do think this is the secret sauce right here. That is totally overlooked. So Carrie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I couldn't agree with you more. (laughs) It's a pleasure to be with you. It's such I'm I'm when when your name came into my inbox and I I dug into what you're all about. It was just such an easy hell yes, we need to have this conversation. Uh And obviously for my audience, because I'm always thinking about my listeners, I'm always thinking about my community, my clients, what they need to hear. But then also selfishly for myself, specifically mm. this conversation, because I, for the, I, I'll, I'll share a little bit of my story and then we can share about how this, this conversation came to yeah. be um, specifically with wardrobe and stylist. I worked in fitness for 10 years before I was, Teaching fitness, I was working at Lululemon, so I basically went from college into stretchy pants. Yeah, and while we love stretchy pants, and Lululemon was just like you know, at that time, ten years ago, it was everything. It was the cool thing, but it really did me a disservice of learning how to style myself. And then I had a baby, and I totally had this identity crisis of looking at all my old clothes and thinking, "Wow, this is this isn't even who I am anymore." And then I'm like, "Who?" am I? I'm like, am I wearing these clothes that I used to wear to Coachella five years ago? And Like, who am I as a business owner and a mom? And so I've been on this journey. And so when your name came into my inbox about what you do and the message that you're sharing to help women feel confident and the way that they dress and carry themselves, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so necessary. So I'm just so grateful to have you on the show and get to have this conversation and share your message with my community and also- myself. Thank you so much. I think your journey is so common. I hear
1: it over and over, right? Whether, you know, you're a new mom or you go from college to, I mean, for the most part, nobody teaches us how to dress, right? We kind of wing it or our friends tell us, which I'm not sure that's a good idea. (laughs) Or we're reading the fashion magazines and I'm not sure that's a good idea. So, um, so people are just doing the best that they can and they don't know that there's
0: another way out there. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree unless, you know, you were raised by even, even if your parents or your mom dress a certain way, even that to me, isn't the best way to learn how to style yourself. I do feel very blessed. One of my best friends, she is, I call her fashionista. She's my my stylist, but she also has very expensive taste. So when I am asking her for help, I'm like, this is my price range because she'll be sending me like $900 dresses. I'm like, I love that for me, but not right now. <laughs> right. You're yeah. like, can you bring it down a notch down just a little bit? I so Terry, share a little bit about, you know, what you do, what you're up and, in- up to in the world, and how did you get here? Oh, thank you.
1: So I became a personal stylist over twenty years ago. So my background is I was in corporate sales and I would travel the country. And I realized a couple of things. I realized that I couldn't dress the same in New York as I could dress in Texas or in Colorado. Like there was a different vibe for each city. and um CEOs were wouldn't interact with me or buy from me based on how I looked. So that was my first epiphany. I also used to lead transformational seminars to thousands of people. And so on that journey, I would take breaks from my corporate gig and I would go work at Neiman Marcus for six months. And then I go back into the corporate world and then I would take a break because I'd get burned out and I would go work at Nordstrom for a little bit. And when I was in retail, I realized I I had this other epiphany, which was, wow, people really don't feel good about how they look. And what if they did? And so I started on this journey about what if, what if women in particular, and I work with men and women, but my passion is working with women. What if when a woman got dressed in the morning, rather than um, worried about, how she looked or tugging on her clothes? What if she looked in the mirror and said, you are beautiful and you're going to rock it today? That's a game changer, right? Like that changes your life. That changes your success level, the amount of money you can make, your relationships, your relationship with your kids. It really changes everything. And so I created a unique way of working with people back 20 years ago that could change their life like that. And we accomplish that every day. And it's the most inspiring thing ever. I love it.
0: I love that so much because even in my own journey, looking in your closet and having pieces that you're excited to wear Mm -hmm. and that, you know, look good on your body. It's like, you can do so much mindset work, but if the external isn't matching what's going on in here, there's an incongruency and there's a disconnect. Yeah. So tell me about style confidence. Like what is the connection between feeling confident and the clothes that you're wearing? Um, Great question. I'm
1: going to go back for just a minute to what you said, um, because I think it's important to work on your mind, right? So I spend my morning, first thing I do is meditate and do Reiki and get my mind in a clear space. But then the next thing you do is go into your closet. And if your closet isn't a reflection of who you are on the inside, it can trash all the work you just did in a nanosecond, right? So um, we spend all this time and energy trying to become better people, right? That's your listeners, people that are striving to be their best selves. And then we go into our closet and it depresses us sometimes sometimes. Or, or at best makes us feel like, nah, okay. But not often do you walk into your closet and you say, wow, I love this. This represents who I am. This is my brand. I'm gonna nail it. And um, that's the style confidence connection, right? Because if you walk into your closet and you know everything looks amazing on you and you feel gorgeous and everything, you look in the mirror, you know you're gonna nail it your confidence goes through the roof and anything becomes possible for you that day. And no matter what challenges you face, you walk by a mirror and go, okay, I
0: still look great. I can do this, right? And it changes everything. It is so true. It is. And I don't think I actually really made that 100% connection until after I had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Which has just been in this past year. Like I would get dressed and I would look nice, but not the way that I do now. Like before I used to get dressed really fast and like sometimes put makeup on, sometimes not, or put my hair up in a bun. And like I had such inner confidence that it was fine. I could show up and do my work and... But it wasn't until I really made that shift, even running errands, I don't run errands in my workout clothes anymore. I'll put on a dress or I'll put on something or just even throw on earrings, which I used to never do. And I can feel that shift.
1: And what was it about having a baby that had that
0: shift for you? (laughs) It's such a great question. I, I, I honestly think it's just being an example for her. Mm, I love it. You have a girl. Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. That little mirror reflecting right back into your soul. Like just mm-hmm. being an example of taking care of myself because I do take care of myself on so many levels, but there was just, it was something about my clothes and the way it just didn't represent who I was anymore. And my self-concept. And so it's so interesting because it really is your self image. Like my mm-hmm. self concept and self image has been growing, growing, growing. I'd be you know started a business. Now I'm a business owner. I'm shifting into a CEO mindset, and so yeah. my wardrobe didn't catch up with my self concept. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like the switch that I was like, this needs to catch up with me because I'm already on this trajectory.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, one thing again that's really common is I feel like our wardrobes. Are the last thing people think about.
0: Yeah.
1: So, especially people that want to start a business or become a CEO or get the promotion at work. So, people spend so much time and energy getting the degrees and learning the information and taking the courses and doing all of this so that their um, mental state is different, right? Mindset work, everything that we do. But then the outside isn't reflective of who we now are mm-hmm. because you're still represent, you're still dressing like the person you used to be. So it doesn't cause anybody to um, realize that you're this new person. Mm-hmm. So the biggest way to make a change quickly is to rebrand yourself, mm-hmm. right? So we spend all this time branding our companies uh-huh. and Uh, Making sure that they're perfect to show the world, but we don't brand ourselves. And I think that is where we should start is what is your first impression? So you get less than three seconds these days Mm -hmm. to make a great first impression. And for the most part, people aren't making it. It's very haphazard. It's the last thing on people's minds. Mm -hmm. And if you want a life of your wildest dreams, it needs to take priority. Mm -hmm. right? Because it can shift anything in a nanosecond. I mean, it's, it's amazing how quickly it can shift. I I can tell you story after story. I worked with this woman. Do you mind if I share a couple of stories? Oh my gosh. I worked with this woman who was up for a VP position probably in the next two years with a very large company. And she hired me. We worked together and she did not look like a vp she looked like an intern and um we worked together and she got the promotion within 6 months mm. she was blown away but she now looked the part so she got the promotion quickly i've worked with people that have wanted to be in a relationship and They don't look like someone who's open and available and ready for a relationship. And once we transform them within three months, they've met the love of their life. Like it's shocking that these results happen so quickly and so effortlessly when you can have, um, the essence of who you are on the inside shine through to the outside. So then it's, you're just yourself, right? Most people, um, aren't showing who they really are. So it takes people a while to get to know you and get through that barrier. Yes. Whereas once, once who you are is just who you are. It's kind of like the law of attraction. You just start attracting what you want in life and it's magical.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that so much because I you know for me, I used to have this thought and it, I mean, it does it's like when your mindset, you dig into your beliefs, it used to be, mm-hmm. I don't care what I look like. I don't care about wearing makeup. I, and I'm sure you've heard that so million times. many million times, times. Mm-hmm. and that is, does such a disservice, but then there's people like, well, it's just very vain. And it's just this, like, it's not who I am on the inside. I don't have to, I, I know who I am on the inside. So I don't have to worry about what I look like on the outside. Can you speak to that? Cause I'm sure yes. you've it over and over and over again. And I know I used to have that belief of like, yeah,
1: throw my I hair think, up. I think the belief is, um, no offense, please. But I think the belief is really lazy. Yeah. It's just, it, it it's not <laughs> truthful either. Totally. It's never truthful that someone looks in the mirror and says, I don't care how I look. Mm-hmm. Never truthful. Mm-hmm. And if it is truthful, you don't have pride in yourself,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Because if you're extraordinary, why wouldn't you want the world to see that you're extraordinary? Now, I'm not saying... Put on a full face of makeup every day and dress to the night. I'm not saying that because sometimes people get defensive and they think I'm saying that. No, 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 no. But take pride in how you look. So Mm -hmm. spend a minute. And if you look in the mirror and you think I look beautiful, I don't care how much makeup you have on. I don't care what you're wearing. You nailed it. Yeah. Right. So it's about you nailing it for yourself, but oftentimes, so I have a 10 year old and I have a girl too. And I love that you, um, think like that, that, cause I, I completely think like I need to be an example for her in every area of my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, um, I'm either going to really screw her up or she's going to be an awesome human being. So far, she's an awesome human being.
0: You're, you're doing something right. <laughs>
1: I like, but I'm, you know, I work my butt off on that. But um, what was I saying? Oh, so I have lots of mom friends and I'm at school. And um, the biggest thing that aches me is when people apologize for how they look. And it happens every day. They, especially with me, I'm sure they do it with you. I'm sure they do it with everybody, but Mm. with me, especially if I walk into the room, because I always look my best regardless, if I'm going for a workout or if I'm going to dinner or whatever, and um, they always go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I had to go to the gym this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I was really rushed. And it's every time I see them. And for me, I'm like, don't apologize to me. It's not impacting my life, how you look. Apologize to yourself. Yeah. Like you are doing that to you. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with me. I don't care if you're wearing sweatpants. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Doesn't bother me one bit. Doesn't impact my life, right? Yeah. But it does impact your life. Right. Enough to even say, I'm sorry, right? Like- Enough to say, I'm sorry. I'm like, Mm -hmm. just spend five more minutes, ladies. If that's you- just take five minutes. Yes, your kid can be five minutes late to school. You could be five minutes late to something. Spend five minutes and look to see what could I do to feel better about myself right now? Maybe it's maybe it's just putting lipstick on because sometimes that transforms your entire face. Maybe it's putting mascara on. Maybe it's changing your shirt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What Whatever it is, but maybe it's putting earrings on. But five minutes... Make a difference so that you feel better, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. it's never empowering to start a conversation saying, I'm sorry for anything. Yes.
0: Totally. Unless
1: you did something to hurt somebody. <laughs> right.
0: Right. And it's, and I love that you said that because it's, for me, it is earrings. It is so wild. That's what awesome. difference putting earrings makes. It's like, yeah. you have your hair back and then you put earrings. You're like, oh, I feel put together. But it is those tiny things, taking that extra effort. And I also think this has a lot to do with slowing down. You know, mm-hmm. when we're in this constant, I don't have time, I have to rush. The first thing that goes is always taking care of ourselves, which is oh my gosh. backwards. And I have this one client and I love her so much in this conversation. I can't wait to send her this episode because even since we've started working together, I've noticed a change in her of her getting ready. And I don't even know if it's just for our calls or if it's for the whole entire, but before she would never- get ready. She would have to wake up and then she would get her kids ready and she would be taking care of everyone else, drop mm-hmm. them off at school, put a baseball hat on and then start her work day. Mm-hmm. And since we've been working together, it's been over six months, there's been a total shift. And she, before she even exits her bedroom, she spends time getting ready for the day. And how have you noticed that that's impacted? Oh her? my gosh. She is like you. her, her face. She's just more vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. She's more like you her energy, even just through a computer screen and, and she reflects it back to me. She tells me she feels better. Um, uh, but it's just so fascinating watching that transformation. The thought of her even taking care of herself or getting herself rest before never crossed her mind. Yeah. It didn't even dawn on her that she could do that or that she had permission to mm-hmm. do that. So, let's that which is so common for women right, right? like
1: self so care is women.
0: out the window right and especially moms like i've just uh, noticed that more and more and her yeah. kids are older too like they are self sufficient they wait, like they take care of themselves but what yeah. about that why is it that that is the first thing to go is i think it's in our ourselves? don't
1: you think it's in our dna as moms a little is, bit we have to we have this guilt factor, and we have to take care of our kids and our spouse. and our everything comes before us. And I think that has to change. And it's not even just moms because I work with women that don't have kids. yeah, um but I don't know where it comes from, but I do know it needs to change. You know, I vowed a well, a long time ago because I've been doing this a long time, but
0: mm.
1: even when I had my baby, I was like, I will never be that mom who doesn't take a shower and brush her teeth. Mm -hmm. I will have makeup on and do my hair every day. And Mm -hmm. I've stayed true to that every single day. There's not a day that's gone by where I don't take care of myself. And sometimes it's hard. So I am not saying this is easy, Mm -hmm. but it's about making changes that change you. Yeah. Right. So one thing for me that was really difficult, um, which doesn't have to do with clothes, but it can translate, which is I would hear um, podcasters for a long time, talk about like how they get up early and they write and they get creative and they meditate and they wake up at four 30 and it would seriously kill me. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Ladies like Mm -hmm. bless you, but that's not me. So, um, but I wasn't taking care of myself to the degree that I could. In um, like my spirituality. And so years ago I stopped and I went, well, what can I do? What am I willing to do? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I can wake up 30 minutes before anyone in my house. That's not a big sacrifice. So I started doing that. I started waking up 30 minutes early. I go to my meditation room. I have 30 minutes to myself to meditate and do Reiki. And it has changed my life. 30 minutes. And then when I'm out of that room, I can help my daughter get ready for just takes carving out the extra time for yourself Mm -hmm. to fill yourself up because, and that's why I started this business is because I knew that if, if people weren't tugging on their clothes and they felt beautiful, they could accomplish more Mm -hmm. and it's an investment in yourself, Mm -hmm. but no one else is worth it, but you.
0: Yeah. And I think it's, that's the key is knowing that you're deserving and it, you're worth it to, to take care of yourself in, yeah. that way. So I'm curious because then there are, then there's the other side of the spectrum. There are the women that are really good at looking like they have it all together mm-hmm. on the ex- external, like mm-hmm. hair, makeup, outfits, everything, but yeah. It, Externally, they are crying and they are suffering and they are afraid that everything's going to fall apart. How, like, do, how, how do you address that when externally they have all of it going on, but the inside confidence isn't there?
1: That's a great question. So to be honest, that's not something I typically, well, that's not really what I do. Yeah. Um, I believe that they have to come together. Yeah. That's my personal belief. Like we should be working on ourselves on the inside and the outside because yeah. we're one person. Mm-hmm. There aren't compartments, right? Yeah. Per se.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I- I'm a big advocate. I mean, I think it's great that they look great on the outside and that they are presenting themselves in a way that makes them feel good. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, that's extraordinary, right? Because they could have given up and looked like crap, but they're not, they're putting the effort in to look great. Then the next step is to find a coach, go to your work, yeah. find someone who can really help them with what's troubling them on the inside. Yeah. I'm all about authenticity. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. but I love that they're, I love that those people are putting their best
0: foot forward. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that if they can find it on the outside then they just have to be willing to to go inward and make it match
1: yeah yeah and most of the time what i find is that when someone um when someone redesigns the outside so some people like that have been that way their whole life they're not redesigning but when someone isn't like that mm-hmm. which is the majority the masses right yeah. and when they redesign the outside to match who they authentically are on the inside. Um, that does change your, your inner essence. Yes. I mean, your confidence goes through the roof. You feel great. You're kinder. I worked with this guy recently and he said to me, I said, how is it going since we worked together? You've seen people in your life. How was that? And by the way, when I started working with him, I was frightened. Like he, not like he was ugly or a, uh, he he looked scary, oh. and then I redesigned his image, and now he looks approachable and kind, and oh, like he not... he really is this kind, kind, gentle man. Yeah. And I said, "How how are people responding to you?" And he said, "To be honest, I feel like being a better person uh. because of how I look." Now he wasn't a bad person, but he's like it makes me want to be a better person, mm-hmm. hold doors open for people, be more kind to people. Mm-hmm. So it um, changes who you are. Like when you can change who you are for yourself, you can change who you are for others.
0: Uh, it's so that is so beautiful. It's like, it really just shows what uh, that shift can do for someone. Yeah. Because the, you know, the, the way that you present yourself is often a form of hiding, right. Mm-hmm. Of not wanting to be seen. Yeah. is like like kind of put you know wearing really baggy clothes hiding yes. your figure because of maybe something that happened in your past like just being scared of what that would do but then when you are given a safe space to explore that yeah i think i mean that's why i love the show um um uh, queer eye so yeah I, God, I just like every episode <laughs> my husband looks over at me i'm just bawling Because Mm. of the transformation that they experience. And you see it in their eyes. It's like a sparkle when they see themselves. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is who I am on the inside. And now it's reflecting on the outside.
1: Yeah, they never knew it was possible they before. Knew was and possible. that's what most people are dealing with is they, yeah. most people, why they're not doing anything is not because they're dumb. It's because they don't know anything else is possible. So those right. women that are apologizing,
0: yeah, they
1: don't know anything's possible. Mm-hmm. The women that aren't wearing makeup, they don't know it's possible to feel beautiful yeah. with makeup on. So it's not that anybody you know, is being ignorant. They, they don't know it's possible. Right. And once they know it's possible, once they see
0: it's possible, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, life opens up. Right. Totally. So I want to talk about that then with up leveling. So how to take your image, business life, whatever you want to level up, how do you, how do you do that through your wardrobe?
1: So the first thing I recommend is I'm all about personal branding and your first impression, mm-hmm. right? So if you um, don't match the part, can I, I'm going to tell you this quick example. Yeah. So let's pretend like you're at a party mm-hmm. or an event or something, and you see this guy across the room and he's short, overweight, bald, looks like an accountant. Not your vibe at all, right? Mm -hmm. You have no judgment about him. You're just like, I have nothing in common with that guy. I don't need to talk to him, which is what we're doing subconsciously every moment we see new people, right? Mm -hmm. And then, so you go about your night, you have an amazing night. And at the end of the night, your best friend says, oh my gosh, you have to meet Steve. And you're like, okay, who's Steve? And she brings over this guy. And she's (laughs) like, this is my friend, Steve. And he is amazing, and you get to talking to Steve and he's the funniest guy you've ever met. Like he's awesome. Your new BFFs. You can't wait to see him again. It's so much fun, right? That's what is happening to people every day. Is they're missing the mark on their first impression which I've been speaking about, right? So Steve looked like this boring accountant, but really he's this amazing, fun, funny, fun-loving guy that you would have never you would have missed. And he would have missed out on or he almost missed out on you. Mm -hmm. So the first step is, um, and I walk people through this um, in my course that I'm doing, but um, is creating your personal brand. That's the first step. So first step is to look at who are you on the inside and write down three to five adjectives that best describe who you really are and what you want the world to know about you. So that's the first step. It's not about getting the right piece of clothing. It's not about, you know, throwing out everything in your closet. The first step is who are you? And then you can do the other steps, Mm -hmm. right? Because once you know who you are, then you can look through your wardrobe with a discerning eye and say, does that represent these three to five adjectives? If not, get rid of them. If yes, keep them. Right. And then we also go really deep into um, color because every color has a vibration to it. Mm -hmm. So even if you have the perfect outfit on, if you don't have the right color, then you ruined it. Mm. Right. And we talk about body because if you don't know what your body (laughs) is or if you don't know um, and if you don't learn to love your body, you can never dress it well. And for you being in the fitness industry, you know this, right? And so I like to work with people to go deep on their relationship with our body so that um, we can learn to love all of ourselves because that's so important. And and when you can get to know your body on a new level, you can really learn to dress it better.
0: Oh my gosh, I love everything you just said. So the process that you walk through, so you do this in your uh, online courses, but this is also what you do with your clients as well. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we've been doing it with clients for over 20 years. And then, um, a year ago, actually it took a couple years. I kept trying to figure out, I wanted to make a difference for the masses. Yeah. I don't, I didn't want to just work with the rich and famous who could afford having a personal stylist. So I was like, how can I get the word out to the masses? How can I transform their lives so that they feel great, even if they don't have the money for a personal stylist? Mm -hmm. So I spent a, a long time putting this course together and we do everything that we walk our clients through. We put in this course, so that in the privacy of your own home, on your own schedule, we say it takes six weeks to transform your life and it really does. Yeah. And you can do it and we're your
0: support. Oh, that is so cool. So the yeah. first step is at like, how do you describe your insides? It's like who you yeah. are, your soul yeah. level, your essence. I love having that be the lens that you go through your closet yeah. One of my favorite activities is I love cleaning out my closet almost too much to where I'm like, I don't have a lot of things left because I love I just it. like, but I love that step of having the lens of like, does this align with this person of who I am on the inside? Um, I also love what you said about colors. It's so fascinating because green is my color and I have so many different, um, you can't see them, but I'm wearing green pants right now. Um, and I have so many different iterations of a green jumpsuit and every time i wear a green jumpsuit i always have people commenting they're always like that color on you that is your color mm-hmm. and it's just funny that subconsciously now i just have that's what i have in my wardrobe so i, wasn't I love really it really on a conscious level um, and the other thing you said about loving your body i think this is one of the biggest transformations for me post baby mm. is you know your your body changes that's yep. just a given and I just, the acceptance and the loving of it of like how your body has changed to bring your human into the world. And I remember like trying on my old jeans. I was like, what, why am I trying to fit into who I used to be? Oh, like, perfect. Buy these jeans in a bigger size and the size. And this is where the mindset work I think really comes into where they meet or they merge is the size doesn't mean anything. We give it meaning. And I bought, my jeans. I bought a couple pair of jeans in a bigger size and I loved them. And I felt so confident and I didn't have to lose any of the baby weight. I didn't try to bounce back. Cause what is that? Right. And, and it was just such a transformative moment. And I just think I'm like, I don't think about my body the way that I used to think about it. And that to me is like such gold because I, I was worried about it. And I think a lot of Moms are worried about what their body and how do they dress themselves? And they have this whole (laughs) crisis, just get a bigger size, like literally just get a bigger size and you feel so much better in your clothes.
1: Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me is uh, as women, this is why my passion is working with women. We punish ourselves so much about everything. everything. And I mean, I work with clients that are double zero to size 26. And I swear to you, my double zero clients are harder on their bodies than my 26. They're nitpicky. They show me every little, you know, thing that they don't like. And I think it's time we learn to accept who we are and love ourselves. And oftentimes people um, want a transformation. And the number one thing I hear over and over again is I'll call you when I lose 10 pounds.
0: Breaks my heart.
1: And I always tell them, no, you won't. You're actually not going to lose 10 pounds and you're not going to call me. I met this woman at this event 15 years ago. And she said that. She's like, I totally want to work with you. Oh my gosh. I really need a transformation, but I've got to lose 30 pounds, whatever it was at the time. It was a pretty big amount. She's like, I have to lose 30 pounds. I was like, okay, no problem. I saw her a year later, she had gained 20 more. And I was like, yeah, I'm never gonna hear from you because you're never gonna have the body that you want. Now, fast forward, this past year, I worked with this woman and I love her so much. She was a 26 when we met. And we worked with her on how she walks, how she, I gave her some exercises, not physical exercises, but mental exercises on loving her body
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and taking better care of herself. And I kid you not within six months, she lost three sizes. Mm -hmm. And I have a client who's lost a hundred pounds in a year because she started feeling great about them herself. So that's the thing is if you exactly what you're saying, if you, by the right size, and get the confidence, then your body will reply to you. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like if you're, if you're mean to your best friend every day, she's gonna quit calling you. Yeah. If she has any self worth, right? She's gonna be like, Brittany, we can't do this anymore. Your body's the same way. Right? Whereas if you love on your body, and you nurture your body, and you, you know, I don't know, buy the great lotion that makes you feel good, buy the right size that makes you look hot. Then your body's like, oh, you love me? I'm going to give you more Uh of what you are looking for. So, and I love that you did that post um, having a baby, because that's the most important time to nurture your body. Your body just produced a miracle, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, you should not be shaming your body. No. you should just be loving it. And and then the other <laughs> thing is the other thing about bodies and sizes are, are you kidding? There is no universal sizing. Like it's the most ridiculous industry I, I, ever because people will um let's say you're a size six and you buy something that's a size four and you're like, woohoo, I'm totally buying this, even though it's like a mediocre uh-huh. item. And then you find another item that you absolutely love, but you have to wear an eight. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. What? Uh, because of the label on the inside? Uh, you got to be kidding me. Cut it out. Right. So I always tell people when they're with me, I say no looking at price tags, no looking at at sizes. It's about do you love it mm-hmm. or not? If you don't love it, who cares what the price is and who cares what size it is? But if you absolutely love it, then we can look at those things. But- you know, it's crazy even, and then we can go a step further and look at the wedding dress industry. You're kidding me, right? You have to go up four sizes at a minimum
0: on your special day. So, (laughs) right. I mean, none of it makes sense. I mean, even baby clothes doesn't make sense. My daughter can still fit it. I mean, she's also, she's trans petite, but she still fits in Uh, six to nine months and she's 15 months. So it's like, it doesn't mean anything. Our brains just attach so much meaning. And I love that we're having this conversation today because last week I went to a Lizzo concert with my sister and my niece. Yeah. And if we, and, and like her messaging, it's not even about like body positivity. It's literally just body normalization. <laughs> it's just like, these are, we, we just have bodies and they're all different shapes and sizes. And there's right. no, like, it's just normal to have a body. And it's that body <laughs> acceptance. And it really just does make you think so differently about the deep conditioning that we have been mm. given. Right. However, like, however long it's been since the age of time, that we just have to be willing to unlearn that and just be fully in acceptance of who we are and where we're at. And the clothes that we're wearing is truly a reflection of that, not the size. But I know. Mean, yeah. You know, I, I'd be lying if I said that it didn't try to seep into my brain because it's just Agreed. so deep rooted and embedded. But it's so important to be to yourself about that stuff because it is like so toxic and it is so detrimental and then then that reflects on your out outer appearance because if you don't if you're so focused on the size then you just end up wearing things that are covering your your body that you don't feel confident in or
1: you're squeezing into it and you look right. terrible yeah. which we've all seen
0: yeah and Brittany
1: you're gonna find out soon enough because I'm a few years ahead of you in the mothering it starts early I know no I matter know. how much you try. Uh-huh. Like, I try my hardest. I never talk about my body, yeah. my weight. I don't do any of that around my daughter. And she's already, like, you know, comparing her thighs to other girls' thighs. And I'm like, oh, seriously, you're the tiniest person I've met. <laughs> and, you know, so it's it I think that's a a gift we can give our daughters totally. as we raise them is, um, trying our hardest to fight society and to fight other kids on this. Yeah. Because I think there were girls calling other girls fat in the f- kindergarten. Ugh. I was like, seriously, we're, <laughs> can we just quit judging each other?
0: Seriously. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I know there's, and I like, I am so conscious of it when I'm yeah. Ellie. And I know that that's going to be, you know, I can't control it of what's happening when she starts going to school No. Friends and all of that. So, I mean, it really, it does come just back to us being an example. It's not even what we say out loud. It's like, we think because I know they can, they can pick up on that, even if we're not saying those words out loud.
1: Yeah. The only thing we can control is being open and listening so that yes. they'll tell us. Exactly. That's the yeah. number one thing yeah. so that they can share with us what's Feels actually certain. going on in their brain. Yeah. And then we can help them change that, but yeah. it's a, it's yeah. a real problem in society. So it, yeah. and if you can find the right clothes that make you feel beautiful, then, and you can then start to give your body some love mm-hmm. life changes. Yeah.
0: Oh, So interconnected. So interconnected. Yeah. Uh, okay. So since first impressions, before we wrap up, I want to talk about yeah. impressions. I know we kind of briefly touched on it, but I want to talk about how to create an amazing first impression. Like what, what does that entail and how do you teach that to your clients?
1: Well, the first step is to, I think it's the hardest part of the process. First of all. Yeah. Um, because it's something most people have never thought about. So it's just like a company. So when you start a company, you sit down and you think of what's my mission? What's my vision? What what do I want people to know about this company without ever seeing me, right? So same thing. So sit down and really decide what who am I? And sometimes that's like the hardest question you could ask. And so another way that I um, fish this out with clients is I say, what would your best friend say about you? What would like the person that loves you the most in life say about the kind of person you are? So that's another take on it. So um, maybe you're really kind and, um, or maybe you're really, I'll give you adjectives that come up often, or uh, let's say you want the world to know you're successful or confident or loving or open or available so all of you would look at all of those different adjectives and then hone down on um a couple that really express you the most so it's deep work um and again we go deeper into it in the course but um and sometimes i do um masterclasses where we just had a master class. We went into that. So it's, um, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Figure out what those adjectives are and figure out what you really want to represent to the world and sit with it for a few days. Yeah. Don't just jump in and think that's it because it may change. Yeah. One thing um, a lot of women end up telling me they want to re- represent is competent. Mm. And I hate that word Mm -hmm. because that's not really what you want. (laughs) You want people to see you as confident, right? You don't want them to think that you're just competent. And Lots of people are competent. That's not going to change the world. So then think through that. Like, am I like, do I want people to know that I'm confident and spend a couple days with it and see what changes?
0: Okay. That is so interesting how they want to be seen as competent. And there's, there's almost like <laughs> that underlying, I want to shine bright, but not too bright. I want to take a bit, but not too much space.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I totally and completely agree with you. It's kind of like, I'm not enough, but I'm going to try to be enough. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be competent.
0: <laughs> that is so So also
1: when you're doing this work, look to see, am I (laughs) overcompensating for something? Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes people want to, um, I can't think of an example right now, but sometimes people want to be perceived as um, like super successful, but they're just starting out. And I'm like, what are you trying to get over? Like, what do you not want to be judged about? Because that's showing up in the world. So I think that's important to look at. Why are you choosing the adjectives that you chose? If you want to do that deep work,
0: if not do it surface level and start there. I mean, I love that It is, I love the deep work aspect of it. Yeah. It's so much more than just picking certain types of clothes or brands or colors. Like that's so much more than that.
1: Yeah. And I think, so a lot of people ask me, So what are the top five things women need in their wardrobes? And I'm like, well, what woman? Because everybody is so different. And what are they trying to express? And who are they on the inside? Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm not a girl who would ever wear fringe, but I think it looks good on some people and it's some people's style, right? But it's not mine. You'll never see it in my wardrobe. So if you first do this work, then you can go in with a discerning eye to your closet and see, does that would, would someone who represents these three adjectives wear that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, as Sometimes I even tell people, um, start a Pinterest board mm-hmm. and start playing around with the adjectives and look at different designers and be like, oh, that woman totally looks mm-hmm. confident and successful and open. Great. I'm going to pin that. And so you can kind of start visioning out your look. Yeah. But again... This is if you're doing it on your own. If you join us in the course, we make it super simple. So, we still go deep, but it's on it's just a little more simple
0: than doing it on your own. Yeah. I love it. It just sounds so intentional. It, it is. It has so much intentionality behind it. Oh, well, this was such a delight, Carrie. Thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you want to share before we wrap up?
1: Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, if people are interested in the course, they can go to your curated style and get on the wait list for the next time we open it up. Um, We also have um, a podcast called style your dreams. So if you want more about style or life, you can go check out my podcast. And then we also have lots of free content on our Instagram channel, which is the style studio by KB and on YouTube as well. Same handle. Awesome.
0: I love it. So great. Okay. So before we wrap up, I'll make sure I put that all in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Uh, before we wrap up, what are the adjectives? Like, what are the words that you use for your soul acid that you use to style yourself? That's a great question.
1: Because it's been a while since I've done it before myself. I'm like, That's a like great this one. is just who I am now. <laughs> I, it really is. It really is. But I do notice as I evolve, I go through my closet and say, does that represent who I am today? Nope. Got to get rid of it. So I'm constantly upgrading, but it's been a while since I've sat down to look at my first impression. But I would say overall, it's um, sophisticated with a little bit of edge and very open and um available and um a little sophisticated
0: i love it and that yeah. i mean first impressions that's 100 percent the energy that i pick up on Aww. when we first met
1: thank you yeah. see awesome. and once you create that brand it sticks with you until it's time until
0: you evolve again and
1: then it's time to redo it again right yeah.
0: Yeah. So interesting. So when you meet with clients for the first time and you're having them pick out words, if they're having a hard time, do you kind of see them? You know, Do you see their essence sometimes before they see it? Yes.
1: So I'm really intuitive mm. and can pick things up from people quite easily. Yeah. And I can kind of get their vibe. So sometimes if they're having a hard time, I'm like, well, since I saw you, here's what I've realized about who you are. Does that fit or does it not fit? Because sometimes they'll say, nope, that's not me at all. Okay, no problem. But most of the time they're like, oh my gosh, yes, that's totally me.
0: Yeah, because sometimes that's what it takes too. It's like, no, and I think because we've just lost touch with our our essence, our authentic self, just through all the conditioning and beliefs and everything you know throughout the years that we've collected that's so out of touch with it. Sometimes we need someone to guide us there and be like, hey, I'm just going to hold this mirror and reflect this back because this is actually who I see.
1: Absolutely. And that's one thing that we incorporated in the six-week course that I designed is that at any point you can... Do an add on if you need an hour of help with your closet virtually, one of my stylists can do that with you. If you need help designing your first impression, one of my stylists can do that with you. So you're not alone on the journey, you don't, but you also don't have to make the huge investment to hire a personal stylist, yeah, for the whole thing. You can do it yourself and then get the help that you need. So, yes, we. We, we just want to empower you. That's my, I just want to empower women to love themselves. I love it.
0: Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Me too. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was so fun chatting with you. Um, I look forward to continuing to learn from everything that you're doing.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I love your message and I love who you are for everyone that you
0: touch.